Sunday, November 12, where sin abounded. In Romans 5, verse 20, Paul makes a powerful statement. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. His point is that no matter how much sin there is or how terrible the results of sin are, God's grace is sufficient to deal with it. What hope that should bring for each of us, especially when we're tempted to feel that our sins are too great to be forgiven. In Romans 5.21, Paul shows that although sin has led to death, God's grace through Jesus has defeated death and can give us eternal life. Consider now Romans chapter 6, 1 through 11. What logic is Paul dealing with here, and how in this passage does he respond to that kind of thinking? Here's the text. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul follows an interesting line of argument in chapter 6. He says that we shouldn't sin because we have died to sin. Then he explains what he means. Immersion in the waters of baptism represents burial. What is buried? The old man of sin, the body dominated or ruled by sin. As a result, this body of sin is destroyed so that we no longer serve sin. In Romans 6, sin is personified as a master ruling over his servants. Once the body of sin is destroyed, sin's mastery over it ceases. The one who rises from the watery grave comes up a new person who no longer serves sin. He or she now walks in the newness of life. Christ, having died, died once and for all, but he is now alive forevermore. So the Christian who is baptized has died to sin once and for all and should never again come under its dominion. Of course, as any baptized Christian knows, sin does not just automatically disappear from our lives once we come up out of the water. Not being ruled by sin isn't the same as not having to struggle with it. Martin Luther wrote in his commentary on Romans, From this we clearly see what the words of the apostle mean. All such statements as, Number one, we are dead to sin. Number two, we live unto God etc., 
signify that we do not yield to our sinful passions and sin, even though sin continues in us. Nevertheless, sin remains in us until the end of our life. As we read in Galatians 5.17, the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary the one to the other. Therefore, all apostles and saints confess that sin and the sinful passions remain in us till the body is turned into ashes, and a new glorified body is raised up which is free from passion and sin.